Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Pour yourself a cold one. They strike them, huh? And listen to Russ Tucker break down the top college prospects on another tasty edition of The College Draft. Yeah, it is Daddy Soda time here on the College Draft Podcast presented by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. Those of you that check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. You can always check out, you can see the game balls, the helmets, kind of a cool setup I got here. Kudos to my wife who told me to get the built-in cabinets a long time ago. Who knew we'd be doing all the Zoom stuff, all the video stuff. It has worked out extremely well. Very happy about that. You can check me out on social at Ross Tucker NFL. Check out all of our shows. Already posted the Power Rankings Tuesday of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Already will get the Even Money Podcast up a little bit later today. So we've got some really awesome things going on always over at RossTucker.com, including you guys getting the best gift ever for a loved one over at MyFrontPageStory.com and potentially winning the free Madden if you send it to me, Ross at RossTucker.com. Just forward it to me after you make an order. The star of this show, it's Emery Hunt. At FBall Game Plan on Twitter, Football Game Plan on YouTube, and of course, last but certainly not least, footballgameplan.com slash 2022 draft guide. Very important that you sign up and get that. What a great thing, by the way, to get somebody for the holidays. Get them the draft guide. But hey, I, I got you the draft guide. When it comes out in February, you are going to love it. Footballgameplan.com slash 2022 draft guide. This podcast is really three in one. It's a college draft podcast. It's an NFL draft podcast. It's a college football podcast. It's a football betting podcast. And Emery, before we get to the Bayou Classic, which I actually called one year, it was a busy weekend last week, including the finale for the FCS regular season, and my Princeton Tigers came through, racking up another Ivy League title. I know you're Mr. Ivy League now. So I'm glad that uh, I'm glad they were able to get it done. Yeah, did a really good job, man. Coach Cerise is, is one of my favorite coaches because uh, he always has a counter for your counter. And I wish they were, you know, we did a, we, I do a FCS kickoff TV show and we did a segment on why the Ivy League should move up as a collective to the FBS, play in a bowl game and continue to make billions because that way you get to see either, um, Princeton and Dartmouth play one more time for a title game in the Ivy League championship game, or both teams can go and play in a postseason all-star game. You schedule non-conference against, you know, Rice, Vandy, Tulane, Duke, Wake Forest, Northwestern, Stanford. You already play your seven conference games. Then you go bowling. Make it easy. 
Honestly, man, I would just take them allowing the Ivy League champion to go to the FCS playoffs. It's never happened. To me, it's a total disgrace. The lacrosse guys, the hockey guys, the basketball guys, and gals can all go. But the Ivy League football guys can't go, can't see how good they are. There's some years where there have been some Ivy League champs that would do some damage in that tournament. Uh, Princeton 2018, for sure. Absolutely. Um, It's a shame, but it is what it is. So let's start with the Bayou Classic, Southern and Grambling. Now, you grew up in Louisiana, so you know all about this. Just talk to the people, Emery, that maybe they've seen it on NBC, but they don't know a ton about it, just how big of a deal this game is. Oh, this is huge, especially, you know, me growing up in New Orleans where the Bayou Classic takes place. It's a it's a weekend event. It starts Thanksgiving and goes through the game. And Friday night is actually one of the best nights because there's a battle of the bands that takes place in the Superdome. So it's even packed for that. And there's all sorts of parties and, and gatherings that happen Friday night. And then Saturday you have the game. Uh, and then at halftime you have the battle of the bands again. So it's it's a whole weekend event. They're probably going to see 60,000-plus in the Superdome. It's always packed no matter how bad Grambling or Southern is, and it's always usually coming down uh, to the wire. You're going to see a great game. This one takes a little bit of luster off because, you know, head coach uh, Broderick Foss was let go, which was weird because he's a Grambling guy. He was a Grambling legend out there running back. A uh, good friend of mine because he was, you know, the GA when, when I was at UL. And to see him not be able to finish the season with this team – it's heartbreaking. So uh, now you got a, a, a inefficient Grambling team going to take on a Southern team that's very solid on both sides of the ball, and they got their coaching issues anyway because they didn't take the interim tag off their current coach. So who knows what his job security may be after this game. So a lot of intrigue surrounding what should be still a fantastic weekend of family, fun, and uh, football. You know, this trend of firing college coaches during the season – I'm not sure why it's happened, but it's gotten out of hand. I mean, there's double-digit coaches getting fired during the season. I don't know how that helps anybody other than, I guess, the AD look for the next guy. I think it's the new signing day, and they want to get the new guy in there to be able to secure the class. I I don't know. Um, At any rate, Southern's favored by four and a half. There's an O-lineman, Jatire Carter. I don't know if I pronounced that right or not, but for Southern. Yeah, Jatyree Carter. He, he's he's one of the best O-line prospects in the SWAC, the Southwestern Athletic Conference. He already has an invite to the East-West Shrine Bowl uh, in Vegas this year. Um, dominant out there as a left tackle. Has good footwork, good strength, good core strength. Um, really solid on both ends of offense. When they run behind him, they tend to run really well. Uh, so I'm excited to see him in this game. He should put on a show against that Grambling defensive front. And then uh, Grambling, their linebacker, Brian Powell. He's a junior, but, man, I love the ability of this prospect, man. He's 6'3", about 245, 250. He's a great pressure player, um, uh, an aggressive blitzer where he's throwing old linemen out the way to make plays in the backfield. So he's a constant nuisance, and if he's going to disrupt, if they're going to disrupt Southern's run game, He's going to have himself a huge day. And I think next year we'll be talking about him uh, if he stays at Grambling, uh, you know, because that's the other thing that, you know, with the coaching firing, the the grad transfer 
or the uh, transfer portal was popping, you know, day one after the FCS season. So if this guy stays at Grambling, he should be one of the pro prospects we talk about next year. So what are you doing with the spread here with Grambling getting four and a half points? Grambling has been inconsistent at quarterback all season long. Um, Southern's defense is excellent. Jordan, um, I, want, I can't remember his last name, but he's the Jordan Lewis. He's the defensive end that, that is one of the sack masters in the FCS. He should have a field day against these young quarterbacks. Lay those points with Southern. All right, let's get to uh, a couple of Big 12 matchups. Kansas State at the Texas Longhorns. And Texas, despite all their troubles, still favored by three points. Let's talk about Kansas State cornerback Russ Yeast. The last name sounds familiar. That's Craig Yeast's son. Uh, and Craig Yeast was a tremendous slot receiver at Kentucky, a part of that, that offense, that Hal Mummy offense with Tim Couch. Uh, that's his son, Russ Yeast, that's playing cornerback. And Craig Yeast is not a head coach at Kentucky Wesling, an NEIA program that's doing great things in the playoffs too. So that's the family tree. But Russ Yeast is someone I think is a very versatile defensive back. And I say defensive back because he can play safety and he can play corner. I like his aggressiveness in terms of pressuring the ball. And I think that's because of his safety uh, background. So when he sees the football, he's driving on it. A lot of times he can make the play on it and turn the ball over or he's breaking the the pass up. But he's also very tough minded in terms of being able to uh, get the guy on the ground and also help out in the alley and run support. So I think he's a versatile uh, defender. And when you are versatile in that capacity in today's game, especially projecting him forward, that's someone you want on your football team. Before we get to Gabe Watson, the running back for Texas, and find out whether or not he's a keeper, I need to make sure everybody knows that two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they are 35. There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers both. Look, uh, it's no secret. I talked about it on the show before. I am a Keeps customer. In fact, I talked to multiple doctors and I was taking the two FDA-approved medications that Keeps offers before Keeps even existed, before Keeps even a company. Then when I found out about Keeps, that you just have a virtual doctor as opposed to actually having to go to the doctor, you get the medications delivered straight to your door every three months as opposed to having to get a prescription, having to go pick it up. It just saves a lot of time. It saves money. The treatments are just $10 per month and keeps offers generic versions. It's got more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Look, it takes four to six months for you to see the results. So you need to do it. The sooner you do it, the better. Maybe when the holidays, maybe one of your family members will point out that, hey, man, you're kind of losing your hair a little bit. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash draft to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E. PS.com slash draft to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash draft. Emory, everybody talks about B. John Robinson, who has said he will be at University of Texas next year. But there's another running back you wanted to talk about? Yeah, and this is why you listen to the college football or college draft podcast here uh, on the Ross Tucker slew of podcasts that you offer because – we dive deep and we give you what you need to know. Gabe Watson, a lot of people in the Division II ranks already know who he is because he was a stellar tailback 
at Sioux Falls and ran for over 1,500 yards one year, 1,900 the next year, doubled the touchdowns, but decided to go transfer, grad transfer to uh, – he, he got injured and then decided to go back. Uh, instead of going back to Sioux Falls, he went ahead and transferred out to Texas. And he was there last year, uh, barely played, and is, has gotten some sparse minutes here. But he's someone that's 6'1", 230, 235, maybe closer to 240. So he could project as a versatile fullback option. I think he catches the football well out of the backfield. We know he can handle, you know, dot that I as a tailback because he did it at Sioux Falls. And Sioux Falls is a, a really good uh, D2 program that has produced guys like Trey Pipkins, uh, offensive lineman um, out there for the Chargers. So they, they've done a good job in producing pro talent. Um, I, I wish he would have stayed at Sioux Falls, kind of have been that big fish in a small pond. Uh, but now scout's going to have to really dig deep and, and find, hey, this was the guy that was at at that stellar Division II Cougars program. He's going to go to a couple of all-star games, perhaps, and people are going to wonder who's this big back that has good feet, good vision, and can catch the ball. Well, I think he could also project, like I said, as a fullback at the next level. I kind of give you you know, a pseudo-closer, uh, four-minute offense guy, but also someone that could lead block for you if need be. All right, so what are you doing about the spread here with Texas laying three points against K-State? The game is at Texas. Listen, Texas already has a good win um, you know, on, on their schedule, and that's against a, the ten and one raging Cajuns. So that's a really good look for Texas, right? You know, they got it in week one. The Cajuns went on to win ten straight, so it looks better every week. So this Texas team can play, but they're not good enough to beat Tex- uh, Kansas State, in my opinion. Even without the you know Scarlett Thompson, who seems to come back, get hurt, come back, get hurt. Hopefully, he's healthy when he gets ready to go to the pros because he's a really good player. I think K State's fundamentals, sound defense, special teams will be enough to win this game. I like K State outright. Wow. So you like K-State outright, then you really like them getting the points. Um, Nice. All right. What about Oklahoma and Oklahoma State? There's a couple of running backs that you wanted to highlight in this one. One I know a lot about in Kennedy Brooks. One I don't know as much about Jalen Warren because of what Chuba Hubbard did for the Cowboys last year. Yeah, Kennedy Brooks is someone that he reminds me a lot of uh, either Rashad Jennings or um, Devontae Booker, someone that just kind of slides off tackles. You don't really stonewall him. He, he always seems to fall forward. He breaks a lot of tackles in, in a subtle way. So I like that about his game. So if you you have a very solid offensive line, he's going to get what's blocked. does a great job in moving the chains and keeping things going forward. And uh, Ellen Warren, you know, at first it was L.D. Brown who was backing up Chuba Hubbard, and he was like, man, L.D. Brown cabal. And then, you know, Warren steps in and is able to do the same thing. Looks really good. Now, he's like a shorter, compact guy. And he reminds me a lot of Devonta Foreman uh, in his heyday, not the one we see right now with the Baltimore Ravens. So he's going to, you know, be a good outside zone runner, plant foot in the ground, get upfield, um, able to break tackles as well. You know, he's going to break arm tackles because you don't really get a good handle on him. And he has good short area burst. So he's going to be one of these 20 to 25-yard type chunk play runners uh, at the pro level. I just love his game. He's someone that's starting to gain a lot of steam uh, moving forward. Interesting. Um, all right. With Oklahoma State laying the three and a half, that is an interesting number. Speaking of interesting, I love people like you, Emery, small business owners that overcame the odds, rewriting the playbook, delivering under pressure. The MVPs of small business lead their teams to victory all year long. 
Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network working for everyone. All right. What do you got working for everyone in Bedlam, Emery? I need your pick. Okie State laying three and a half. I absolutely love how Oklahoma State is playing defense. And it's funny because it looked like an old school Big 8, Big 12 team. They're running the football. They're playing great defense. Oklahoma's quarterback situation is in shambles right now. They also start slowly in ball games. Their defense isn't playing up to its potential. I love Oklahoma State in this one. I'm laying the points. And I'm interested to see uh, this podcast is being recorded on a Tuesday. You know where Oklahoma State is in the college football playoff rankings because if if they are able to run the table, I find it hard to keep Oklahoma State out the playoffs. Who are you kicking out? Alabama. Don't say Cincinnati, dude. Don't say Cincinnati. <laughs> I'm kicking out Alabama. I'm 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 tired of Alabama not looking like Alabama. This is a two loss team waiting to happen. Georgia's going to beat the doors off Alabama, so I would put Ohio State. Georgia, Cincinnati, and Oklahoma State, and let's enjoy our playoffs. Yeah, I mean, if Alabama loses to Georgia, they shouldn't be in. Right. Two losses, they shouldn't be in over these one loss. Who did Oklahoma State lose to again? TCU? Iowa State. Oh, Iowa State. That's right. I forgot. Interesting. Very interesting. All right. Then we got the big one. Ohio State at Michigan Ohio State is laying seven and a half points. Let's start with uh, you got Ohio State wide receiver Chris Olave, Michigan safety Brad Hawkins. The edge rushers for Michigan are really good. Aiden Hutchinson, you know, you were the first one I heard, Emery, over the summer here on the College Draft podcast say, I know that Quiddy Pay was a first round pick. But Hutchinson was way better, way more productive. I didn't hear anybody else saying that. Now he's going to be like a top five pick. See, Ross, maybe I should have put the hoodie on in the summer so people know I meant business. You know, <laughs> when I, I'm telling you, if I tell you it's Easter, start painting eggs, right? So, all jokes aside, Aiden Hutchinson, again, it, when you're watching defensive end play, you want someone to, to flash and be productive when they do. So, I had the same thought about. Trey Hendrickson, when I saw him at Florida Atlantic, same thought about Ryan Kerrigan when he was at Purdue. You watch these games, you're like, well, they clearly can't block this guy. Why is no one talking about him? Um, I was at the Shrine game that year when Hendrickson shut down practice. They literally shut practice down because he couldn't be blocked, and they tried five different offensive linemen to block him, and I see him having a a great uh, career in the NFL. Hutchinson is going to be a problem no matter who he faces, either side of the defensive line. Um, and the front end helps out the back end. Hawkins is someone I think is a two deep safety type, your ideal type uh, that can play the run, can play half the field because he says he does such a good job of reading what's in front of him and then driving on the football. It takes great angles to the receiver and ball carrier. And we know that's going to be key in terms of identifying what's going on, because if you take your eyes off your luggage, we know a lobby has a, the savviness, the speed, the acceleration, the ball tracking skills to get deep and then make a play in the passing game. So it ties all in together uh, in this matchup. Um, Olave is one of the best receivers in the country. I'll be interested to see how high he goes in a draft. 
I know people talking first round, but you know, it's hard to project wide receivers going in the first round that, that don't have um, either ridiculous height, weight, speed, or, you know, a blazing four two. I think a lobby is probably more along the lines of someone that's a mid to late round uh, first round pick, but we'll see. You know, I'm glad you said that because I had a couple questions there. Number one, it feels like Olave has been overshadowed a little bit this year by Garrett Wilson. I feel like there's more talk about Garrett Wilson this year than Chris Olave. Yeah, and and, and rightfully so because Wilson has been dynamic. And, you know, even uh, the other one, Jigba Williams, you know, people talk about him a lot more. Olave kind of is it's probably due to the fact that uh, he's been there for a while, so people are tired of talking about him. They got to find somebody new to talk about. But he's been steady. He's like the Tyler Boyd of this receiving core. Like, everyone wants to talk about T. Higgins and his height. Everybody wants to talk about Jamar Chase and his ability to catch deep balls and touchdowns. But Tyler Boyd is the one that's been killing you all game. You know, and I think that's how he fits into uh, this whole receiving core. So the other question I have there is, did it really help him to come back to school? Because every everything I had heard last year is he would have been a first-round pick last year, supposedly. Mid to late first round last year. He came back and he's still listed as a mid to late, probably late first round pick. I, I guess I'm I'm wondering how he benefited from coming back. Certain certainly benefited the Buckeyes. Certainly benefited C.J. Stroud, who might go off and win the Heisman now. But I don't know how much it really that Olave's really helped his stock. You know, he's kind of a guy that kind of was what he was already. Right. Sometimes you you have maxed out. Um, as a, as a player, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like you said, you kind of are what you are, and there's no real significant jump. It's not, not like he's a Devonta Smith making that jump to be a Heisman candidate. Um, he's definitely not that. Will he even win the Bolitnikov? You know, there's a lot of competition for that this year. Um, so you're right. He probably could have come out last year and ended up going where he's going to go this year in the draft. So, okay, we've got Ohio State laying seven and a half points. The game is at Michigan. I was surprised that they beat Michigan State that bad. I mean, that really, they embarrassed them. I was not expecting that. Uh, What do you see going down in this one? Man, I was on this podcast loud and wrong last week thinking that, you know, Michigan State, they'll play their best game. And last Saturday I had the broadcast of Morgan State-Georgetown and they played at the same time as Michigan-Ohio State. So I'm in between commercial breaks. You know how it is, Ross. You pull up the phone, go to the, the scores, and, and and try to you know see what's going on elsewhere. And I quickly see like 28 nothing. I'm like, please come back, Michigan State, because I, I was so loud, bombastic, and wrong. I need you to keep this one close. But, man, this Ohio State team is playing ridiculous football uh, right now. They're playing now how we thought they'd play earlier in the season. Michigan is a really good football team, so I think they'll do a much better job than Michigan State. They'll keep it close, but, man, lay those points with the Buckeyes. They're just on a whole nother level right now uh, in terms of how they're playing. Interesting. Uh, All right, we will do exactly that. Your wish is our command. We will lay the points with the Ohio State Buckeyes. Seven and a half. I never liked that hook there, that extra number. But uh, watching Michigan against uh, against Penn State, They've got good DNs. They're going to have to be all over Stroud, and they're going to have to play keep away. They have to run the rock. Like They actually have a good formula 
with their DNs and with their offensive run game to try to keep it close. Um, I think that spread sounds about right to me. Emery, fantastic job as always. Make sure you check him out at FBall Game Plan on Twitter, Football Game Plan on YouTube, and then footballgameplan.com slash the 2022 draft guide. Never too early to get ahead of that. Great stuff as always, Emery. Happy Thanksgiving, Ross, to you and yours. And uh, remember, Monday, stop eating Thanksgiving food. You got until Monday before you can throw it out. <laughs> Likewise, man. You know what else is awesome, by the way? AutoZone. You can shop your way no matter what your way is. If you're more of a today person, you want to get what you need ASAP, then you can order online and pick it up fast with their free same-day store pickup. No waiting in lines or shopping through the store for 20 minutes. If you're more of a tomorrow person or it's a job that can wait a bit, you can order what you need on AutoZone.com with free next-day delivery. You can even order as late as 10 p.m. and your package will arrive the next day right on time. It's crazy. They've also got over 6,000 stores nationwide ready to help you at a moment's notice. So you've got that going for you too, which is nice. <laughs> so next time, I saw Bill Murray on Saturday, by the way, at the Army UMass game. So next time you're starting a job, start it by shopping your way at AutoZone.com with their free same-day pickup and free next-day delivery. Get in the zone, AutoZone, and get today's Ross Tucker Football Podcast for my power rankings and the Even Money podcast today to place your nfl bets other than that the keg is kicked we are all tapped out thanks for listening to the college draft podcast make sure to also subscribe to the ross tucker football podcast fantasy feast even money and the business of sports all available at apple podcasts ross or wherever podcasts can be found a lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109 with it. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always. Sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 